This episode of Explicit Answers is brought to you in part by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. Check it out today. See what I've done for others and see what I could do for you at Podcast Kid. DrawYourPicture.com. Also brought to you by GoDaddy.com, where you could use the code PodName121 to save money on your next domain name and GoToMeeting.com. The world needs answers. We can help. Explicit Answers. Hey out there, folks. This is Explicit Answers, episode 10, brought to you the week of November 16th, 2010. I'm James. And I'm Jen. And we're here to answer your questions. Yes, we are. Um, That catches you off guard every week, doesn't it? Yeah, because I always think you're about to go into some sort of long spiel. Oh, and I just stop. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm supposed to be talking. I'm I'm somebody. I'm Jen. I'm over here. I don't know what else I am, but I just am. (laughs) Well, I have answers. <laughs> it's good to have you here. Thanks. Welcome it, back. It's good to have you too. Now, before the show, you were saying something about how well you answer questions. Oh, I'm perfect. Really? Yeah, perfect every time. Never, ever <laughs> mess up a word. I never stumble over my words. And and you are the premier uh, question <laughs> answerer. That was just on a warm the internet. Up. I think is what you said. Yeah. Yeah. A warm up word. And then you said in the cloud. Yeah, I did. What does that mean? It means the internet. Oh, just the internet is the cloud. Yeah, it's the cloud. Okay, that's cool. I can go with that. Have your kids done anything frustrating this week? Um, Every day. Every day. Every moment of every day. <laughs> well, like no. specifically anything fantastically horrifying. Well, your son yeah. has this funny joke that he does. What is it? And over every time he gets stressed. Oh yeah, I know what it is. When you pull when you pull his clothes I'm the reason or, it's going oh, on. Really? Yeah. Sorry. When you pull his shirt over his head, he always wants to like tuck his arms in so that they don't come out the they sleeves. They don't come out. Yeah, and he always says his arms are hiding and he wants you to make a big deal out of it. And then he Where's wants your arms. <laughs> and then he wants you to pull one arm out and be really excited and then he wants to pull the other arm out. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad except the guy, I mean he's nine and a half. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so wrong. He's two and a half. <laughs> it's cute, but it's not cute every single stinking oh. time you're trying to dress him. And then if you're putting two shirts on him, he wants to do it with both shirts. Oh man. It's so crazy. an undershirt and and a, and yes. Why, uh-huh. do, why does a two-year-old wear an undershirt? Um, to look cool. Oh, I thought it's because he was stank. No, he's not stank. Because he used to be a stank baby. No, he seems to have grown out of that. He, he had to wear special deodorant as a he stank did. baby. He did. He had some sort of fungus or something. No, he just smelled. I like to tell people he had a fungus. Well, he didn't have a fungus. But his pits stank. He did. It was terrible. You'd pick him up. And your finger, your hands would stink. <laughs> stink yes. You're like, get away from me, stank he was baby. A sweaty little baby too. He's every bit a boy. That's what we say. Ugh. Uh, you know what uh, is going on this week? I know I mentioned it last time, but I'd be amiss if I didn't mention it again. Remiss, remiss, or, or a miss. Thank you. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm the leader of the whole family. <laughs> no, but you're not a leader of this podcast. Uh huh. I'm in charge. Look at this. Watch. Try to talk. <laughs> I'm the leader. Anyway, um, this is uh, this is just a quick announcement about the InOutcast Network store. 
Ooh. Yeah. Um, we have a store online, and you can go there and check it out. It is at uh, uh, explicitanswers.com. S- click on store, or you can go to nlcast.com and click on store. We've got uh, shirts for our, our, some of our older shows up there. Um, we've got shirts for Podcast Kid and Broke Ya. And I'm going to get some explicit answers tease up. It's Christmas time, people. It's time to start thinking about this stuff. That's right. Today, I happened to get in the mail the shirt I ordered from my own store for my daughter. Podcast Kid T-shirt. Very cute. It's a ringer tee. That means it's white shirt with the, uh, you know, the, the, the what, the sleeves. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the collar is ringed in, in pink. And I have a boy version in blue and all this. Go check out that store. It'd be awesome. You'd be helping out the show. And you'd be showing everybody how awesome uh, you are by wearing our stuff. So that'd be very cool. I also want to tell you about another show that you might enjoy. It's called TMI Podcast. And uh, it's at TMIPodcast.com. If you can't remember that, go to NLCast.com. You can't miss it. It's right there. It is a show for people that want to know what's going on in their teenagers' lives. A guy named Mike and a guy named Blaze get together every week and talk about things that is that is important to teenagers. These are grown-ups, okay? Well, a young adult and a teen, and a, uh, a teen pastor. I mean, he's an adult who pastors teens, and he keeps you up to date on lingo, movies, uh, things that are influencing teen culture. So if you're a youth pastor or a parent that is concerned about your kids, check out TMI Podcast. Now, if you're a health nut, um, then don't listen to my show. But if you are, <laughs> if you like being healthy and you're into wellness and, and, and stuff like that, but uh, you don't listen to a lot of shows because they're kind of freaky and weird, um, there's a great show that just joined the NLCast Network. And it's called Wellness Break Radio at wellnessbreakradio.com. And I'd love for you to go check them out. Tell them that uh, Explicit Answers sent you. So if you want down-to-earth practical advice on how to stay healthy, um, that's the website and the podcast for you. So check it out. Yes. Right now, Jen. (laughs) It's not my time. Pull it up. (laughs) You have all the questions. Oh, I do have all the questions, but uh, before we do that, I have to take care of a little business. Okay. Sorry, it seems like there's so much, but so uh, much business. But these guys pay the bills. They do. They really do. Go to meeting. Like most of America, you'll probably be traveling this holiday season. Problem for many of us, uh, it's a very busy time. It's the fourth quarter. Uh, you need a tool that will help you conduct business even when you're not face-to-face with clients or colleagues. You need something that's going to allow you to ignore your family as much when you're with them as you do when you're at work. That's right. I highly recommend online meetings with GoToMeeting. You can collaborate on documents in real time. Just don't do it while you're driving down I-95. You can give engaging sales presentations by showing your desktop. And after a quick two-minute download of GoToMeeting, start scheduling meetings in advance on the fly. Meeting attendees click a link and instantly see your computer desktop on their computer screen so your conference calls can be more productive and more efficient. You ain't sitting there doing all this work trying to get them online. It's instant. We use GoToMeeting. It's awesome. It's great for meetings, okay? Listen, my listeners can get GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's over a month of unlimited online meetings for free. You can just have one big long meeting if you want. For this special offer, visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and then use the promo code podcast. That's gotomeeting.com promo code podcast for this special free 45-day trial. All right, let's jump into it. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Um, Jen and James, my question is this, and it's related to the connection between Christianity and military service. He says, I'm seriously considering going into the Naval Academy in Annapolis. I've already sent in my application 
And now I'm going through the nomination process. My question is, what does the Bible say, if anything, about military service? I just feel as a Christian that the possibility of having to take someone's life might dissatisfy God. I realize there's many aspects to military service, but war and killing are the two that make me question its relation to Christianity. Thanks for any advice you can give me, corn nerd. All right. What does the Bible say about military service, Jen? Um, that's a question for you. The yeah, it, it did. No, there's, I mean, in the Old Testament, there are tons of battles. And, right. And they kill a lot of people, and God supports them. Yeah. But yeah. go for it. No, I, no, you're right. Absolutely. I mean, there, it's, it's, it's insane how many people are killed at the hands of God. Uh, people were very much, uh, you know, throwawayable. Mm-hmm. God didn't have a lot of grace that he could show. Um, he, he was pretty, pretty black and white. And honestly, I believe, you know, in many ways he still is. Uh, thankfully now we have an intercessor, we have Christ and, and God sees us through his, um, his eyes, the grace that God, that Jesus Christ has given us. Um, and so we don't see a lot of smackdown. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, a lot of Christians try to make apologies for the type of God he was versus the God he is. And, uh, that's not necessary. First of all, he hasn't changed. Secondly, uh, God is, is, he can be mean. Mm-hmm. He can, let's just say it. He can, and it, and it's okay. And it's not, it, and it's mean by our definition. You know, he is good. He is flawless and perfect. But in many ways, if, if people confuse what goodness means yeah, and they think good means, uh, he hands out candy to strangers and, and hugs, kisses, babies, and stuff like that. Goodness, when uh, there's a certain aspect of it that mostly means he is flawless and perfect in every way, and he cannot, therefore, stand to be in the presence of imperfection at all. His goodness is the very thing that dooms us all. Mm-hmm. You know, so when when people say, "Well, if God is so good, how come people go to hell?" I'm like, it's because God is so good. <laughs> That people yeah. don't make it into heaven. That's exactly the reason. Goodness, as we understand it, is one thing. Goodness, as, as God understands it, is completely different. Um, so all that to say that God was pretty hardcore and still is, uh, you know, killing people and all this. But this same God that wanted the Israelites to remove people who were sinful and unjust and wrong— and that was really what it was about. It was God cleansing uh, the the Holy Land, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Not wanting to have those people influencing His people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this same God had a Ten Commandments set up, and one of them is "Do not kill." Mm-hmm. So try to figure that one out. This God that validates, you know, war and wants to remove entire, you know people groups mm-hmm. without mercy uh, is the same God that says, do not kill. So, you know, a lot of folks would say, and I, I probably, I, you know, I, I gotta say, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm not real smart, but I would just say this, that I would side probably on the side of folks that say there's a difference between killing and murder. Mm-hmm. Um, murder being just wanton violence with no purpose, no reason. Uh, killing um, would be ending of life, you know, 
Uh, well, anybody would think, you know, if someone walks in your house and is attacking you and your family and you defend them, or not defend them, defend yourself, mm-hmm. and, and you end up having to kill them to stop them from killing your kid. Right. I mean, you know, it's all, always going to be a different situation than just, you know, walking up to someone and shooting them. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, it's definitely not a black and white issue. Yeah, it, it's hard. And, and in military service, you know, in theory, you are going to do just that. You are going to stop people um, who would want to hurt Americans and, and their interests. You, in theory, in, in concept, and that's what we're talking about here because he hasn't experienced it. He doesn't know what he's getting into, and neither do we. But in theory, you're going over there to to do – or to anywhere to stop people from – or people who collaborate with people that would want to hurt us. Um, so I don't know. I, I can't answer what God would say. Here's what I will tell you, that if you feel like you're going to have a problem killing people – don't take a job where your job is to kill people. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I would say. I don't but know that it, we need to bring God into it at all yeah. at that level. And I, I mean, I think it's something he's going to have to wrestle with individually. Right. You know, how does he feel about that? You know, spend some time looking at the Bible, spend some time praying about it and, yep. you know, wrestle with it yourself. Because I don't know that there's a cut and dry answer. Yeah. The Bible does say do not kill, you know. Um, so if you were a literalist and you just really wanted to take it literally, then you're not allowed to. So don't put yourself into a job where you're going to get yourself in trouble because you won't kill people. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't make sense for you to go in the military if you have a problem with this. Um, I'm looking up a book right now because there's a book called on killing the psychological cost of of Learning to Kill in War in Society by Dave Grossman. I highly suggest this book. Uh, you can buy it new on Amazon for eleven fifty five. I don't get a dime out of it, but I've, I know a friend that's read this. I've read bits and excerpts of it. And it talks about – this guy interviews people that have come back from war and, ju- and, and talked about the effects of killing other people, good or bad, justified or not, on the psyche of, mm-hmm. of people. So you know that might be something you just want to look into – just because God gave you a brain to think with and and make up your mind. Um, your specific question about, you know, is it going to dissatisfy God? You know, I, I think anything like that is not favorable. You know, I, I guarantee you, if you ask God, he would say what he says in the word, that he, will, he wills that none would perish. He would have loved for the Jewish people back in the Old Testament to have been such a shining example that the people would have just given the land to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, or 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 given up their idols and been able to join with them in the covenant that he made with Abraham. Um, you know, it's not the you, you look at uh, the one lone survivor, or actually her family of uh, of uh, Jericho, mm-hmm. the prostitute Rahab. She was able to live, and so was everybody in her family because she joined forces with the Israelites, uh, Jacob and uh, or. Joshua and Caleb, the two spies, and and now you know you read back. She's now in the lineage of Jesus Christ Himself. Mm-hmm. How much more intertwined in God's family can you get? So there's an example of someone that you know through her actions was able to uh, get past or around the the this this God that was there to destroy. So um, you know I don't know. 
I don't know. I think I think that was more about the sin and not wanting to screw up his people. You got to look through the whole Old Testament for something like that because he's got a bunch of rules about what you can have in your house and what you can't, and if you have a skin disease that you have to remove yourself from the people, and you know you don't want to boil this and that, and you have to have a fence around your roof, and you know you have to set your tents up in a certain way. And I what I see in that is God just trying to make it possible for him to be able to stand being with these people at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he can't control every aspect of them, but he, he can definitely get them in somewhat of an order. Mm-hmm. God, God likes that. And, um, uh, so anyway, I don't know. You got a hard job. I couldn't do it. I couldn't kill. So I'm not in the military. If I had to be in the military, I would do what I had to do. I think it falls in the line of giving to Caesar, the things that are Caesar's and to God, the things that are God. And if, um, you know, if I was required to do that, I I would defend my country. I'm gonna say. Now, if they sent me to go kill a bunch of women and babies, I would not, and I would have to go to jail forever because I'm not doing that. So, anyway, it's a, it's an icky, yucky situation, but uh, that's worst case, obviously. But if you can get through service, I know lots of Christians that have gone through never had to kill anybody. It's awesome. They had a great time. <laughs> So. I don't know about a great time. I don't know that anybody <laughs> said I had fun. Yeah, yeah. I had fun in the Navy. Well, the way they acted, yeah. so some of them are like, yeah. Uh, so anyway, G- uh, Gina says this. She says, hey, James and Jen. Hi, I love you guys' show. I just wanted to submit a question that means a lot to me. I grew up in a great area with a school that's less than desirable. I'm also a devoted Christian. I can vouch for James's claims that the kids get lost in junior high. Most of my friends respond to the topic of religion with, that's just dumb stuff our parents fed us when we were younger. Or, do you really still do that? Wow. Some can even get angry or rude saying something like, I don't care about other people. I don't need a huge book criticizing me for it. That's pretty hardcore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, they make them smaller now. At least they know what the Bible, some of what's in the Bible, where <laughs> you need to care for yeah. other people. <laughs> That's just somebody that you just need to walk away from. Okay, yeah. you're nobody's friend. <laughs> See you later. Because there's, there's unchurched gonna... people that love people, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, you're not going to get along well in life That's with just any a... other human if you can't care about other yeah. people. Yeah, good luck having kids and yeah. stuff and loving them. Anyway. I don't care about other people. <laughs> That's a middle school right there. Yeah, that is totally. I do have a few friends that are Christians, but I don't see them that often. How can one remain faithful through all of this? Is there anything I can do to help my friends meet Christ? Thanks for the input, and sorry if I went a little long. Bye. No, I wasn't long at all. So, Jen, what, what tips do you have for this young lady who is uh, trying to live out a Christian life surrounded by people at a school that think she's dumb? Um, Any tips? How did you do it? How did I do what? How did you live a strong Christian life through your teens? <laughs> I didn't do very good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say, you know, that um, it's hard. Um, one thing I, I would say is get see if you can find, you know, if there's not, if you don't know any Christians at school, mm-hmm. at least see if you can find, you know, Christians at church or try to form some sort of strong friendship with some right. sort of Christian somewhere in in the world, yeah. you know. There are Christians in your school, trust you me. Don't know it. Yeah. Where they are. You you got to you got to kind of take a stand and let people know and not be apologetic for it because if butthole there can say <laughs> that's just dumb and and you know, if they can be all opinionated against you, um then you can be opinionated the other way without being a butt. 
of course, but you can at least stand up and say, well, I, I still believe it and it works for me. Um, and I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry you're missing out and, uh, and let them know because I mean, honest to God that at the end of the year, at the end of life, I, I really feel for people because the truth is there is a God. And the truth is there, Jesus Christ did come to make a way for us to connect with him. And so no matter what people say, no matter what they believe, no matter how b- stupid they make us look, I don't really feel the need to fight against anybody. I, I would love to convince as many people as possible, but at the end of the at the end of the thing, it's it's just true. And so I am so unintimidated by, anymore by people that don't agree with what I believe, because they're you know they're mis. I won't say they're wrong because they are wrong. But what I mean to say, I don't want to be rude about it. I just want to say they're misguided. Mm-hmm. They haven't experienced what I have because anyone that's been exposed to God, it's going to be very difficult for them to turn away because it is, he is ultimate. He is everything. He's amazing. And it's undeniable when you have an experience with God. People that say they don't like God or don't believe in God, they've never met him. So they, they, it'd be like, you know, it's just, it'd be the most ridiculous thing in the world if they'd actually met him and walked away. And some people do. And that, and that's your, that's your guy. I don't care about other people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the other thing is, you know, the the best thing you can do is, is not, is to live your life as an example Mm -hmm. and, and doing the right thing. And I guarantee you when stuff hits and one of your friends is devastated about something, you'll probably be the person they seek out. Yeah. It won't be, um, I don't care about other people, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you're not going to run to him for a loving kindness and no. good advice. Hey. But, you know, because people will see that. They'll be like, well, she really cares about me. She she really likes me as a person, and I can trust her. Yep. And, you know, and it will happen. I mean, your friends will go through things, and um, and so it you may not feel great. It won't feel good, but doing the right thing will is the right thing to do in this situation. Right. It's always the right thing to do, but, you know. The Bible says, uh, James 1, 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers, and I'll go ahead and say ancestors, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Um, th- and then there's the Beatitudes, talking about blessed are those who are lowly and weak, uh, for they will see God. They will, over and over and over again, those who are persecuted for his name's sake are, are lifted up. Those who are first will be last, and those who are last will be first. So just trust this, that when you live your example and you stand for what you believe— even if you don't say a word, it's just in your actions and the way you silently go about your day, being kind to people, not flinching. You don't have to be this tight-fisted, evil, Christian, militant person that's shouting that you're going to hell to everybody. People don't respond to that. Just be like Christ. And I'm telling you, it will balance out. There's always going to be people to hate you. What we believe is offensive to people. It really, really is at its core. But after they're offended— they go into phase two, which is they become abusive. <laughs> and why is that, James? Because everybody abuses uh, unconditional love. The love that Christians have for the world gets abused. They test it. That's why. Children do the same thing to their parents. Mm-hmm. How much do you love me? I'm going to bite you in the face and find out. You know, are <laughs> you going to find out how much I love you? Um, but in, after it's tested slash abused, then they begin to trust it. And that's when you're going to see doors open. Uh, the Bible is very clear. Say, having done all, after you can do everything else you can do, just stand. Just stand there and uh, and 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 keep obeying, keep doing what you're doing, and just 
at the end of the day, remember that it's not that you're right. You just happen to connect with what is right. Okay. I would, t- I would love to tell you, just sit there and say, well, I'm right. That, that's not a good attitude. Mm-hmm. You've connected to what is right, you know, and, and that doesn't make you better than them. It makes you a little better off. Um, but uh, as far as sharing your faith with them, um, wait, like Jen said, just wait for the opportunities, pray for the opportunities and they'll show themselves and pray that when uh, they do come, you'll have enough guts to take advantage of them. Because when opportunities come, it's not this pulse beating, you know, nervous moment. It'll be the most natural conversation you've ever had because it's so easy to talk about the things of God when they ask you first. So easy. It's like any advice. Nobody wants to hear advice, you know, yeah. unless you're, unless you ask for it. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, even if you don't like the advice, you still open the door. So you yeah. have to listen to it. So I don't know. I hope that helps. These are good questions. They're hardcore. Mm-hmm. Make me work for a living. But uh, yeah, the people that are um, that are mean and hateful about it, just pray for them. Bible talks about praying for your enemies, but but also praying for people that just have been misled. They God has been misrepresented to them. Because mm-hmm. again, if you were really exposed to the true spirit, the 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 presence, the what God is, you would be very comfortable. You would feel very loved. You're going to feel accepted no matter where you are in your life. And you're going to feel a, but at the same time, you feel this, this desire to be better, not this pressure like, oh, I hate myself. I'm terrible. I can never be better. It's God loves me, but man, I can do a lot better and I can, I've got help. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Not because God's going to love me more or hate me if I don't change, but because it's my natural response to that love. I don't know, like two married people. I want to be a better person for my wife. I do. I truly do. And the more I love her, the more that's going to come out in me. And uh, we do the same thing with God. So he gives us our best, so we give him uh, our best. He gives us his best, so we give him our best. (laughs) I knew I said that wrong. (laughs) Well, we're out of here. It's getting late, and I've got other shows to do, Miss Jen. That's right. And don't call me Miss Jen. That's what I call you at church. But, uh, hey, you know what? You can ask your own questions at explicitanswers.com. You can like us on Facebook. Leave us a review in iTunes. That's right. And you can do an alien autopsy. That's exactly right. Uh, Call us if you want to, 2095NLCast. 2095NLCast or email us at explicitanswers at at gmail.com. See how it's looping now? That's actually better. working. It's nice. So until uh, next time, keep uh, doing what you do and uh, send us some questions. They don't all have to be Jesus questions, but, you know, we'll take them. We will. We'll see you next time. Peace out. <laughs>